And good morning and welcome in. This is WHAV, Win for Breakfast, and we have a guest with us this morning, Haverhill Mayor James Ferrantini. And Jim, thank you very much. Nice to have you uh, with us. And uh, Thanks for inviting me, Wynn. Oh, my, I, my, have, I haven't been interviewed by you in 24 years. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We were just catching up on 25 that. 25 years, I guess. 25 years. Wow. Now, what were you running for at that time? Running for the state Senate, one of the races I'd like to forget. Oh, no. <laughs> Jim DeJuga beat me easily. Oh, yeah. I'm not so sure he'd beat me this time, but... <laughs> yeah, that's right, too. I'd, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. And then I... I uh, I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just remembered the, the signs just said, DeJuga sent it. And that was it. <laughs> Mine said Fiorentini beat Bulger. And uh, that was a mistake, you know. People don't follow things. And uh, I had many, many people come up and say... What, uh, Bulger, is he running? Uh, is he in the district? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we make mistakes. Yeah, we make we make mistakes, and um, and um, one of the things I, uh, one of the reasons that you're just a, a tad late uh, this morning, and I'm not going to hold it against you, but uh, is you got caught in traffic, and uh, there's a, a couple of uh, you tell me which traffic you got caught in. 495. Yeah. I went on 495, and traffic was all backed up. Looked like there might be an accident. So I decided to short circuit it, come down through town, uh, Primrose Street, and then cut over to 125. Uh-huh. In, in a way, I'm glad I did because my constituents have been complaining to me for some time about traffic on 125, and today I got to experience it myself. Well, yeah. It, it stinks. <laughs> <laughs> there, actually, there's two accidents on the on 495 southbound, so that's what's happening there. Is that what it was? Yeah, and then uh, you got caught in the uh, in the hunking school uh, traffic. I right bypassed the hunking. Oh, you did? Uh, but the traffic was still pretty bad. Uh, I was a big lobbyist for the state to put the 125 project in to repave the street. It desperately needed it, put in sidewalk street trees, et cetera. But in the course of doing that, the state put in too many lights to cure a non-existent problem uh, of pedestrian injuries in uh, Bradford Square. There had been no pedestrian injuries. Uh, they created a very real problem of traffic by a backup on 125. Mm-hmm. Now we're left to deal with it. Try and uh, straighten it out. Well, there's going to be that meeting uh, tomorrow over at the police department, the uh, traffic commission, traffic and safety committee, right? Yeah. So uh, hopefully they can work out a, a, a game plan, I guess, right? I hope so, but I'm not, I'm not sure what they could possibly do. But uh, we can't turn the lights off or turn them into walk signals. But uh, we'll see if we can make it a little bit better. Is that because it's all a state project? Yes, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we're talking with uh, Haverhill Mayor James Fiorentini, and um, we have him uh, for for two uh, segments. We'll have him uh, have a chance to chat with him right after the uh, right after the the eight thirty news as well too. So uh, you're actually in a lot of the news today. You were in uh, on the uh, Frank Novak show that we also aired on WHAV. How'd that uh, turn out? Do you get a lot of listeners? Do you know? Do you track that? Uh, we, well, we can't physically track that. We don't have the uh, the numbers to do that. However, um, we do know that uh, since a lot of people, and I don't have numbers on this, but you know, people, it's it's a known fact that you know people are cutting cable. Uh, so they don't have access to the cable show, thus they wouldn't have access to Frank Novak's show. Um, 
they all they do listen to uh, that stuff on the radio. It was the best talk show I've ever been on, the best call-in show, uh, because every 30 seconds or so we had a call. There was a backlog of, of calls. Normally when I go on a call-in show, nobody calls. <laughs> and I used to do on uh, you know, w, was it LYT. Years ago I did a Sunday morning call-in show, and I'd have to write out little notes of, things to say in advance because no one would call in but the frank novak show there were a lot a lot of calls well i know and that's because i think because you're not you don't do a whole lot of them so i'd like to do more it all uh yeah it all bang or gangs up on you well part of it was because my friends in the firefighters union i had all day long on facebook to call 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 and they did me a great great favor and uh, i'm glad they did Oh, okay. Well, it, it's good that uh, you know people are are interested. And they they have a lot of uh, questions. Uh, I guess one of the uh, topics that you had uh, during the uh, Frank Novak's program was uh, mm-hmm. was about uh, the Constantino School, right? And uh, and the letter that you uh, that you sent to uh, Ms. Caswell. That wasn't on the Frank Novak show, yeah. uh, but uh, you know, I'm the one that proposed uh, some time ago that. Because we've been frugal, because we've saved our money, because the city does not tax to the max, we could build two new schools if we staggered it out and timed it with the expiration of some other bonds that are coming due. The Hale Hospital debt will be paid at last in 2024, and the Nettle School bonds are coming due. So I proposed a plan where we would do the Constantino School. We're in the pipeline. We've been approved, and we're either going to do a total renovation or a new school. And then after that, four or five years down the road, we could do a new J.G. Whittier or maybe Tilton School. But we can't do everything at once. Somehow or other, this got twisted into I'm the evil guy that doesn't want to do the Whittier School, and, and it's terrible. And The state has made it clear you can do one school at a time. And our taxpayers have made it clear uh, that they don't have endless wallets and we can't keep hitting them up for tax increases. They won't vote for them. So my plan has been all along, let's do two schools. Let's make this a beautiful city with great schools, but we can't do everything at once. We need to plan. And sometimes when you do that, people get mad. Oh, that's no, what happened. Yeah, no, I, I get you right there. Well, it's, it's no different mm-hmm. than, a, than a household budget. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can't spend more than mm-hmm. what you have. And, you can't uh, do everything at once. If your household, if your roof is nearing the end of its life expectancy, and so is your furnace, and you like to put in all new windows, sometimes, yeah, you know, some people are rich enough they can do it all at once. Havel isn't. Yeah, you have to plan, and that's what we're doing. Well, uh, one of the um, one of the things that uh, let's just check the uh, the time here. Uh, let me uh, do a, a quick newscast, okay? Great. And we'll be right back with you. Uh, before we know it, we're cha- are chatting with uh, Haverhill Mayor James Fiorentini, and he's our guest this morning here on The Wave, 97.9 WHAV-FM. It is 14 degrees in downtown Haverhill this morning at 8.39, and uh, that's our latest look at the news. I'm Wynn Damon, and our guest is Haverhill Mayor James Fiorentini. And uh, Jim, a uh, uh, I'm glad you're here. You're in a lot of <laughs> news stories today, and the uh, the interesting one was uh, Comcast. So you're hoping to uh, to close in on that Comcast deal? Absolutely. I would love to have a second company here. I get calls and emails about this all year long. Why do we have to put up with Comcast? And we have a non-exclusive agreement with Comcast. If another company comes, 
we welcome them. We would love to get a company like Verizon Fios. We've invited Verizon in many times. We've spoken to them. Unfortunately, they don't choose to come here. It's exactly like a second supermarket chain. Once in a while, somebody says to me, why don't you get Whole Foods uh, here or uh, Trader Joe's? I'd love to have them. We're not stopping Verizon. We're not stopping Trader Joe's. But we can't make them come here either. That's right. You, you really can't. They have to uh, think that it's to their advantage to be here, else they, they won't show up. A lot of people, Comcast is, in effect, an unregulated monopoly. And uh, a lot of people are cutting the cord. My three adult children, none of them have cable now. Uh, they've all decided to go with Internet services uh, like uh, Apple TV or uh, uh, the Fire Stick. There's two or three of them out there. That's beyond me. Ro Ro Roku. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So all that stuff works then, huh? It, it does. Huh. Uh, you can't get the local channel. You right. can't watch me at the city council meeting. Well worth the Comcast fee. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it, it certainly is. <laughs> I would go with that. If I weren't mayor, I wouldn't have Comcast either. Yeah. Uh, talking about mayor, your 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 negotiating partner uh, ended up being a mayor too. You couldn't talk him out of that. <laughs> <laughs> he came up. Uh, I only met him once, Mayor Sullivan from Brockton, and uh, seemed like a very nice guy. He was just starting to run for mayor at the time, and uh, he won. His the fellow he was running against passed away, and he ended up having another opponent. Yeah. So uh, that was, uh, yeah, unfortunate. Uh, good for him, but unfortunate for his opponent. And uh, Well, you know, all mayors work hard. And his opponent, at 9 o'clock or 9.30 at night, was giving a constituent a ride home, pulled over to the side of the road and had a heart attack and passed away. Oh, my gosh. He was a great guy. I knew him well. And yeah. Can you do? Well, that's too bad. I'm sorry to hear about that. Well, uh, a couple of things are... Uh, that are going on. We, we've uh, just touched upon the, the schools, and we've touched upon the the traffic. Uh, we've touched upon the uh, the Comcast uh, deal. And uh, what is uh, what else would you like to talk about? What do you have on your top well, of your well, mind? We have so many things going on in the city. You can't do everything at once, and we have to prioritize. My priorities right now are making sure our city is safe. Our overall crime rate is down, but we're very worried about this regional gang problem that's hit Lawrence, Methuen, Haverhill, and now we're spreading out even into southern New Hampshire and over in North Andover. So we need to do everything we can to make certain our police department is adequately staffed, adequately trained, uh, and that we have them in the right places. And that'll be my priority over the next few weeks. All right. And, and what about the um, the, the vision, the uh, master plan? Because uh, I know that those take a long time to put together. Well, mayors concentrate, mayors go back and forth between the immediate problems of today and the vision for tomorrow. The police are the immediate problem for today. The vision for tomorrow is the master plan. And our hope in the master plan is to set a vision of what Havel will be like over the next 10 or 15 years. We want to bring in more business. The more business tax revenue we bring in, the lower the residential tax is. We need more residential growth also. How do we do it in such a way to preserve the beauty and charm of Havel? And that's what our master plan is all about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have a lot of... Uh a lot of apartments that are on the books uh, that are being constructed right it now. It seems like a lot, but our growth rate is actually about half of what Methuen's is, 
less than Lawrence, we have the lowest growth rate in the area. And people go downtown, they see the apartments, and they assume we're bustling and that a lot of people are moving in. But that is not the case. Hmm. All right. Now, that's that's interesting. Because I, I was uh, thinking about that. I I drive through the, the downtown every every morning, early in the morning, but... Uh, and I'm thinking all these all these apartments that are down here. All of our growth has been limited to downtown, and there have been no planned subdivisions, no large planned subdivisions uh, that have been built for years. Two things that we need to do. The first is we need more 55 and older housing. Uh, there's a great shortage of that. The people that built the city, that worked here, paid taxes all their life, can't retire here. So we need to do more of that. But that can't be all that we do. Our future lies with young families, and we need to have a place for young families to be able to live. We want to attract business, but there has to be a place for them to live or they won't come to the businesses here. So those are the things we need to work on. We cannot turn our back on young families with children. All right. Well, with 33 square miles, (laughs) there's got to be a place for a house somewhere, right? (laughs) Housing is very difficult. You know, Governor Baker is right about this. Massachusetts has the highest single-family home prices and the highest rents in the country. And the reason is really simple. We have so many restrictive zoning rules, it's almost impossible to build a single-family home subdivision here in Massachusetts. And every subdivision that comes up, there's 20 or 30 or 100 people that turn out to say, yeah, we need it, but not here, not in my backyard. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, have to, we have to change our zoning rules so that we can still build still maintain the beauty and charm of Havel, but some people have a right to have a home. We have to do that, or we're not going to survive as a city. One of the uh, uh, items that came up in a news story recently was, uh, it could have been tied in with a master plan, was uh, 25,000 Haverhill residents uh, leave the city each day to work in the uh, uh, high-tech industry that you're trying to attract here? Well, they leave to work other places. Right. Not certainly not all in the high tech industry. We we're almost unique among gateway cities. We still have a manufacturing base here. We have a great food cluster, and we have uh, some clothing business with Southwick. So we still have more people working here than work in most of the gateway cities. But. 25,000 people leave Havel to work elsewhere uh, every year. And we'd like to keep some of them here. Oh, yeah. And uh, those jobs would be uh, great, too. Well, in order to attract jobs, you have to have a place for them to go. So we're looking at rezoning the industrial parks. And you have to have a place for the workers to live. If you can't have a place for workers to live, you can't attract industry. And this has been a major, major goal of Governor Baker, and all the mayors are working with him on it. We want more business and industry in Massachusetts, and uh, that means we have to have more people, and that means you have to have more housing. I know it's tough politically, but that's what we need to do. Now, years ago, when the industrial parks were formed, they had to have uh, lots that were a certain size. They did, and we're we're asking the city council to rezone the lot. I'm sitting in an industrial park right now in WHAV. Uh, The lots had to be a certain size. There had to be a lot more parking because industrial parks were built for the industry of the 50s and 60s when there were bigger machines, a lot more workers with a lot more cars. Mm -hmm. If we rezone the industrial parks, we can bring in a lot more business without taking up an inch of open space. 
Well, uh, radio is a perfect example. Uh, years ago, you know, we used to have a lot of uh, a lot more equipment that was a lot bigger, and we had to have racks and racks with uh, with albums and 45s and things I like that. I remember that. I remember going over to the old WHAV office uh, on uh, was that on House Street, I think, and uh, there'd be a lot of people hustling and bustling. Ed Settlin ran the place, and. Uh, it was interesting. I remember Tom Bergeron when he worked in Abel. All right, you're well. You're using the uh, Tom Bergeron guest microphone right now. When he was here this summer, he he spoke right into that microphone. Great, great guy. You know, he never forgot his hometown, yeah. and I always liked that about him. That's right. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go because you have things to do and people to see and uh, meetings to go to. Thank so. you very much for inviting me, Wynn. Oh. After, I'll see you in another 25 years. Yeah. It's been 25 years since you interviewed me last. Well, uh, we'll see if we can shorten that time frame. <laughs> Thanks again. That would be fantastic. April Mayor James Fiorentini, our guest this morning, here on The Wave 97.9 WHAV-FM. Wake up with Wynn Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM WHAV. Catch the wave. W-H-A-V.